here's to Joe. How do you feel about being here? Oh, it's great. This is excellent. Chicago is a great town. I'm lucky. I'm from Chicago. And Chicago, I don't going on people it's the guy Rashad Nasir in the 12th tree you're now listening to the motherfucking what up Joe podcast yes, back sir. in the building the only podcast that matters in Chicago you dig alright so we got a very special guest for you all today um, I'm not going to waste too much time and do my little fake introductions um, we have the honorable Hakim Doe with us today what's going on my brother how you what's doing what's going on it's good on. to be nice here nice to have thanks you thanks for having us so, real quick Yes, sir. We gotta get some clap effects on us. We definitely gotta do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be taken off. It's high. And um, go ahead and introduce the guests that are here with us today as well. What up? It's B Lynn. And Kiko Mo P. Kiko Mo P. Kiko Mo P. Kiko Mo P. Yes. Okay. Well, you guys call me Kiko for short. Kiko. Yeah. What's the origin of like that? Where that right. come from? The origin? Yeah. So Kikomo, it's uh, Japanese in origin. It means dark-skinned chrysanthemum child. Um, then the P is my last name, but uh, <laughs> Hakim <laughs> is a rotating uh, different definition of what the P is. Today yeah. it was because I was prompt. Yeah. Okay. But, um, sure. but yeah. And, um, yeah. President and prompt. I feel that. That's a vibe. How about yourself? Your origin? You got one? Brittany Linton, that's the name. We're going to be laying it out. <laughs> Short and sweet. Your, your origin. Uh, my name? That's your birth name? Uh, No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. It's not my government name. Don't even worry about it. You don't have to get into it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you don't have to get into it. Story, if not if you actually. want to, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a deep story. For sure. For sure. All right, man. All right, man. Well, uh, give, us, give us a bit about your background. Let the people know who is um, Hakim Do. Uh, yeah, so um, community member, um, artist, MC. I'm originally from Newport News, Virginia. I moved here in 2015 okay. uh, for grad school at Columbia. Studied uh, business and entrepreneurship. Right. Got an MAM in 2017. Um, been working on music since I got here. Um, uh, I got really, really introduced to the, the greater artist community at large uh, by being an artist in Donda's house in 2016. That's also where I met B. Lynn. Uh, defining moment in our trajectories. Um, so yeah, and and that was beautiful uh, time at Donda's house. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I think I'll leave it for that for right now. So, which is which is now Art of Culture. Yeah, right? which is now okay. Art of Culture, uh, which I'm currently the assistant executive director. Of. Okay, assistant exec. Nice. So who's the, who's the um, who's the executive? So right now, Che is the interim executive gotcha. director. Okay, mm -hmm. Che is uh, Ryan Fest for people who don't know. Yes, so okay. Um, for 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 those who need more clarity about Donna's house, at least I don't know how different it was at the time of the rebranding per se, mm -hmm. uh, which was just recent. So, like, what exactly um, does Art of Culture do? So uh, we provide programming, uh, creative, and professional development for young artists in the city. We try to well, not we try. What we do is we we expose young people 
to careers and avenues within the arts, mostly music, poetry, singing, that they otherwise might not have access to, so premium access, so like taking teens backstage to go see Bon Jovi when they're in town, or uh, just a couple weeks ago uh, for All Star when Sunday service was at the UIC Pavilion, we took a bus of like over 100 students to go see Sunday service, so things like that. Um, and then like hands-on creative writing workshops as well as access to our, our networks of professionals even once you know young people graduate become alumni that's fire mm-hmm. yeah i know you from uh did they still call it i know you just said you from newport they still call it newport bad news yeah they do yeah <laughs> they do. it's got a long rep that's got a long history of that um a lot of ai influence a lot of ai stories little yeah. horror stories i remember that one about the um what's it the, the bowling, bowling alley, alley. Mm-hmm. Crazy. yeah it's epic Sidebar, don't worry about that. That's nice. <laughs> I'm hey like, man, the what? <laughs> 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 you get gotten into it at the bowling yeah. alley. Yeah, yeah, that actually is. Um, yeah, yeah, the place has a huge influence on me. And yeah, LA. right. Like uh, Alan Iverson and Michael Vick being from yeah, Newport yeah. News. Yeah, um, yeah, he went to Tech, right? Vic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, um, what a life. Him and his brother. <laughs> That's <so> crazy. <laughs> That's interesting because I never actually thought about that because I don't typically come into contact with people who are familiar yeah. with where yeah. I'm from on that type of level um, but uh, it's interesting because Chicago has the same thing in terms of like Chirac oh, yeah. like this this alternate name yeah. that is something that like we champion but is also questioned if we should be champion yeah. for sure um, for the right reasons yeah. yeah which also provides a very poor description for what the city is really about at its right. core you know that's kind it of always like, is you know like the uh, illusion of it all you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh but yeah that's that's the crib you know what i'm saying from the crib with love for sure um mm-hmm. so so you didn't start doing <laughs> <laughs> you didn't start doing music until you got here nah i've been doing music all my life okay. like music is in me on me around me um yeah okay. i don't remember a time not any instruments you play um, so I produce, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, uh, play an instrument in a traditional okay. sense. Sure. Other yeah. than vocals. Yeah. What about like the little board, yeah. soundboard, a little, bit, little bit, yeah. um, I use a push too. Okay. I use Ableton to produce. Yeah. That's yeah. like Who's your influences, musical influences? Oh man. Um, I think my, my, my artistic influences just in general are they span far and wide okay um yeah like huh growing up my my favorite artist was cassidy uh and then it 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 got to a point where he just wasn't releasing music so it was like it had been a span of too long for me to still be saying he was my favorite rapper because he hadn't really put nothing out but like that was my guy um, I can only imagine it hurt your heart when you saw that Arsenal battle. I actually didn't. I seen the <laughs> aftermath, and it it didn't hurt my heart because yeah, I don't know. I he just, lost before that though. I heard. I didn't watch that, he lost that before. battle before. So that. it wasn't like he that was undefeated was anymore. After that. I, that, that's like watching a grown man <laughs> getting like manhandled by a child. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like looking at it in that sense, because <laughs> like, Cassidy being like an idol. I can't wait to get man. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. <laughs> legit. Yeah. It was fucked up. Yeah, but, yeah, it was, <laughs> but I digress. Yeah, and I think the the toughest part about it is like like we could go to bat for Cassidy. We could we could say what he is yeah. and, and who he is. But like he grew up in an era where we don't have a lot of footage. You know, so it's really like it's really like him defending yeah, his legacy yeah, yeah. and like what it is that he's done, and that's it. It's his word, but I mean, yeah. a lot of niggas in Philly respect that, though. What's a lot that? of Philly, a lot of niggas in Philly know right what Cassidy was doing. So they sometimes they don't, you know, what I'm saying they don't they don't rebut. But it takes, be like yeah, Cassidy was undefeated for for a good portion of. I mean, other battle rappers may say that. I know Murphy right. Moog, uh when he was battling Cassidy and um who else um. Fuck was the nigga name? I know it's uh, losing me fucking right now. People um, Philly? Yeah, yeah, Philly. Free. I mean, obviously Freeway. Yeah, no, we saw that shit. Yeah, we, we saw that ass woman. That was, yeah, nah, he, <laughs> he was a Freeway ass. Now nah, the other nigga, I can't remember his name, but that's irrelevant. But yeah, like you said, I mean, not enough footage and shit like that. So um, we definitely are blessed in the era to where we can embarrass a lot of niggas <laughs> on social media. And we got, we got receipts for it. So that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. These yeah. are the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Cassie's also one of my favorite artists next to Nas and shit like that. So, I, I grew up with a heavy, like, battle influence culture. That's kind of what for got sure. me into music. So, you know are you an artist yourself? Like yeah, I'm an artist okay. myself. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we'll, we'll, we'll connect off the air and yeah. shit like that, obviously, with all the artists here, too, because all y'all are artists. We are. Right? In we are. Right? Well, yeah, I'll say my, um, yeah, like, my inspiration these days is just like real life community. Yeah. Um, like if you heard the album, just like what's happening around me immediately. Um, yeah. Yeah, life. More than anything. Yeah. That's facts. You um also involved in uh Wild U Media? Yeah. Um, so t- t- last year the Chicago Public Libraries got a grant to um to create programming and provide uh, room for a visiting studio mentor. Um, and so I was at the Harold Washington branch where Chance recorded 10 Day, mm-hmm. uh, helping teens recording, engineering music. Um, and I helped them to facilitate a curriculum um, for the other U Media branches. Mm-hmm. And um, this year they've been refunded through the same grant, and that curriculum is being used to, uh, to create. Um, processes for for the other studios and uh we we created a teen mixtape um called the shy teen arts mixtape okay it was super dope so a lot of young people was able to shine on that and uh it's gonna be a follow-up this year okay um how how many branches are there now um i couldn't tell you off off top of my head but there are a plethora it's it's uh it's definitely upwards of 10 it's about 20 sites because i'm a u media mentor as well um I work at the uh, Kelly Branch in Inglewood, and so I'm the lead mentor there. And we also are one of the branches that have the studio and the library um, program. Because not all of them, not all sites have a recording studio. So if you have a studio, then more than likely you have the program. Yeah. But, yeah. Kiko actually wanted to put me on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I Put was on just guy. chilling and Hello. got an email about the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, I got a little extra time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy working with the youth. Yeah. And, uh, How long have you been a uh, part of the Umedia organization? Um, officially, I've been a part of Umedia since June 28, 2019. 2019. No, oh. June 2018. 2018? A couple years? Yes, it's been like a year and a half. 
That's crazy. Yeah. And New Media has been around since 2009? 2009, 2010? 2009. Because the 10 year was last year. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Crazy story. We were, like, raised in New Media. Me and Raven. Raven. We used to, me, Raven, Alex Wiley, Saba, Lucky, Chance, uh, John Doe, like, all of us were in New Media, like, just doing open mics. It was Mm -hmm. a Wednesday thing by Mm -hmm. Brother Mike. Kind Mm -hmm. of was founded by Brother Mike. And um, before he passed, obviously. For sure. And um, recipes, brother Mike. You know what I'm saying? So I chance the rapper still does his open mics with his name on Mondays or so. But um, I digress. I'd be wordy as fuck. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, but rich, real rap though. Um, this one I remember. It's a crazy story. Chance would do this. He would perform Hey Ma every Wednesday for open mic. All of us are doing like different songs and shit like that. I'm like, yo, why is this nigga doing the same song, bro? He just kept doing the same song. But everybody knew the fucking song. It was it was genius. Cause then he ten day he finally did ten day and everybody came to support him. Everybody knew Hey Ma. That was like his mm-hmm. debut song at the time for ten day. And then yeah, the rest was history. Rest and I was history. like, damn, that's why the nigga was doing the same song every yeah. Wednesday. I'm like, Yo, it's that's a method so to his madness. But yeah, that's lit. Damn. But yeah, beautiful. I'm glad to see that so many artists came from you from that. Yeah, no, nah, that yeah. was definitely like pretty um pretty uh, foundational. Yeah. I think to like what we can look at as what's now like the Mm -hmm. culture here in chicago Mm -hmm. just like young teens you know having access to like the the technology to be able to create some of the dope shit that we've been able to do i was telling you when we had spoke on the phone like shit in 2009 i had just graduated high school to where i i don't know what the age requirements at uh, at that time but i just know like i was too old for that shit Mm -hmm. and i I used to walk past harry watson library like look at these motherfuckers like (laughs) (laughs) this fucking shit when two three years ago you know yeah Yeah. um so it's dope seeing like the fruit you know of that work um really start to manifest you know so that's good that's amazing. Yeah, this um actually uh so the open mic still takes there's a open mic that still takes place in the Air Washington space that yeah. is now run by uh Third Third the poet. I'm not okay. sure if y'all are familiar with him, but I'm he's a sure. um he does a lot of work with uh, uh young Chicago authors. Okay. Um young young poet, young mm-hmm. MC, super dope. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah I should check sure. him out. And if there are any teens that somehow are listening to this podcast, uh right. they should go check it out on Wednesday too. Um, yeah, it's a vibe. Yeah. And support your local library. For sure. Oh, yeah. Check out a book. They just uh, redacted all of your, your fines, so yeah, you, yeah. you're good. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I, I don't remember the last time I returned a damn book. I just, <laughs> my shit was fined up since high school. I, I would just take the books, not even read them. Keep I definitely them. used to steal books from Howard <laughs> Washington Library. Was all the time. And they were sports <laughs> books, man, mainly. I don't even know where them bitches at. They gone. I'm sorry. Shout don't come from them. Lori just pardoned all y'all. <laughs> that's, what that's what they need to do for financial aid. Shit. Hey, Fuck the bullshit. talking about it. We'll see. Student we'll loans, baby. Come. Look. Wipe it all I'll be thinking, like, what's that mean for the people after us, though? Like, is it is it still going to be people jumping into debt? Like, all right, we save. And then, like, what's the answer? Yeah. Learn from our right. mistakes. Don't go to school. <laughs> How do y'all feel about that? Bro? Go like, to the library. Like, Anything like, you can learn, you can learn that at the library. All these free resources. I'm not saying don't go to college, but I learned so much more through free resources, YouTube. Like, I went to school to be a film production, for film production, and I ended up being a photographer. So, it was like, hmm. I mean, yes, it's, it's, they right there. 
but the majority of like the things that applied in like how I made my money out here was photography that I learned from YouTube. So what do you shoot on? Like my hardware? Yeah, yeah. Nikon? I'm a Nikon shooter. Yeah. Nikon shooter. Nikon. Yeah, like a DS. No, like a D90. That's still my first camera. I also have a D800, but. Oh yeah, you're next level. I shoot all my stuff. <laughs> His album cover was shot with the D90, so yeah. there's that. That's just fire. Yeah. Thank, okay. you, thank you, thank you. This is fire, and he's wearing the merch right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna tap into the album. Yeah, we're definitely gonna get into it. So tell me about the um the teens hoodies and studio time campaign. So um the merch is created to commemorate the album, uh and um yeah just always trying to find a way to 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 do what it is that I would do with all the resources with the resources that I have. And so I'm like how can I give back with the influence and the materials that I have? And so for me that was providing studio time um and including that into the margin for the hoodies. Um so for every hoodie so uh uh uh, amount of studio time being provided, uh, professional recording studio time for for young teens. So that's that. Um, so that's in partnership with Art of Culture, of course, as well as Maps for Music, uh, which is a a new program that is uh, similarly, I guess, as an alternative maybe to to college, mm-hmm. is is providing um, young artists with access to industry professionals as well as. Uh, um, teaching and workshops to provide them with the roadmap to be what it is that they want to be. Tell me about this picture that I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that um, I was reading something where you had um, wrote that the art was inspired by, or something something about Carrie James Marshall and then being inspired by Ralph Ellison. Can you Mm -hmm. explain Mm -hmm. Yeah, so on the back, it's embroidered. Uh, this album art is inspired by Carrie James Marshall, who was inspired by Ralph Ellison, who was inspired by the conditions of being black in America. So this is uh, an, an allusion to Carrie James Marshall's uh, a portrait of an artist as the shadow of his former self. Mm-hmm. So first of all, Carrie James Marshall is an amazing uh, fine artist. Um, Chicago, right? Just uh, across the board. He's originally He's from, from California. Or Cali, rather. Um, yeah. He's originally from California, I think the Watts area, and then um, but his his professional career has been here in Chicago, yeah. uh, which is you know a similarity. Like there are a number of similarities. I was here for a master's degree. Yeah. Like his his exhibit, his work is about mastery. Yeah. Um, so there are just a lot of parallels between him and I. And then there's a a, a reverence for his work, um, and how he portrays uh, black people through yeah. art, um, and so. Um, this particular piece was a part of his Invisible Man series. So there are a number of pieces uh, that are Invisible Men, right? Um, And those were inspired by Ralph Ellison's book, Invisible Man, which is like a classic. Um, Yeah, yeah, and it's super dope, just even like his artistic trajectory because he, um, he felt it was important to understand the tools mm-hmm. and the uh your, your your paint sets and your your skills being proficient um before you decide what it is that you want to paint mm-hmm. and so right. like for a big 
portion of his career, he said he was just doodling. Like he wouldn't even consider himself a uh, a painter. Like he was just messing around. And then like it was this piece. It was like the first piece where he was like, "All right, I know what it is that I want to do." That's crazy. Yeah. Shout out to my fellow Libra, Carrie James Marshall. His his birthday is the day after mine. Crazy. Yeah. But um. But yeah, like you said, I mean, the crazy thing is about Libras. Is that we get cluster <laughs> This is real <laughs> shit. I'm not. Nah, this is real Here shit. Go. I real come with shit. the interesting facts. For real, for real. Nah, this is Danny Twelchy with the interesting fact of the day. Hey, uh, any fact of the day. I'm not. Oh, okay. You're a Libra as well? I'm not. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. You guys didn't make the, guys didn't, game. Guys didn't make the cut. It's all right. But it's cool, though. Nah, but real rap, though. Um, a, lot of, a lot of what you said makes fucking sense because, for one, um, preparation is key Especially for Libras Because we get so Cluster fucking mm. We got so many ta- I'm telling you This is real <laughs> shit Like this is real shit Real nigga spill So we get cluster fuck And and, and we're Sort of kind of indecisive That's a big Libra trait Like mm. we kind of get indecisive However creative we may be we, We're never sold on one thing So preparation is also key For getting us out of that So I'm, I'm glad he was able To reach that level Of preparation mm-hmm. And assertiveness And to to be such a phenomenal fine artist that he's, yeah, he's, and he's he lives here still right uh yeah, yeah i believe yeah. so he's the um he's actually currently the um and i, I just love when things like that happen like yeah. when you like stamp something publicly yeah. and then like the world validates it so like he's currently the the um the uh uh his paintings is currently the highest selling painting for a living artist. Um, Diddy bought it, I believe, for like twenty one point um, million dollars. One of his pieces. Um, and uh, interestingly enough, uh, the Legler branch <laughs> has a Kerry James Marshall painting. Oh, yeah. um, and they were considering selling it. So that they could remodel and do what they need to do for the branch, and decided not to. I, I, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, is that is it possible to? Yeah, I told them. Oh, you told them already? Yeah, I was them. Okay. I'm still waiting for the response. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is deep in it, but um, but no, yeah, that's that's super dope. Um, yeah, I kind of just got back into drawing and painting it yeah. as of last night. <laughs> I was like, it'd be like simp. that. It'd be like that. Uh, pain simp. I said, you know what? I was actually good at this. I should probably, I should probably do this shit again. So yeah. Pain and sip. Pain and sip is lit. <laughs> Have you done pain and sip? Yeah. You fucked up, weren't you? Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Pain and sip had me feeling like Picasso. Picasso, right? Adopted sister. I ain't uh, I ain't doing like him, but it was. Yeah. It do have you feeling legit. It do, right? Is, That's crazy. is it like? Stuff. Is there a process or something that happens? It's a long process. Mine was like two and a half hours. Same. So uh, yeah. I was like in freaking, I was in Homewood, and it was uh, so they give you like, the landscape. You can kind of uh, everybody does the same portrait, we can, and like, then we step just out like, there. It ain't. we just run through different steps. Yeah. But it was dope though. What'd you paint? Um, a truck in the snow. Hmm. Very random, but it was like this truck. It was this red truck. It was snowing, and then uh, we had trees behind it. It was, it was, you know, we don't choose the picture, but 
it was that was the painting of the night. So I was like, okay. Yeah, we had to do the a painting so nice. yeah, get exposed. Yeah, so much cooler. Than <laughs> <where we're at. laughs> it's probably because I was in Homewood. Homewood, so you did I should have did it in. We gonna do cousin Ray Ray truck because I'm stuck getting towed. Nah, that's funny as hell. But yeah, definitely good vibes. Y'all should definitely check that out. Um, look up your local black paintings. <laughs> try to try to make it. How much for the hoodies? Uh, they're one twenty. One twenty. Okay. I want one. Facts. It's happening. Facts. It. Um, so thankful for the shot that came out in twenty eighteen. Uh, why why that title? Uh, thankful for the shot. It was the the feeling that just embodied where I was at. I think. Similar to Kerry James Marshall, how he was just like playing with paints. Me and uh, the producer I work close with, Ewa Ewa, um, would just link up and cook, and it would be authentic. And just, I just remember one time coming in and just having this um, overwhelming feeling of being grateful for all that I was experiencing in Chicago. Mm. Like people from Chicago all the time. Um, tell me consistently um or are they they point out how unaverage my story or trajectory in right. chicago is in terms of uh like the people i've been embraced by um the positions i've been able to obtain uh, the level of service i've been able to be uh and receive and so like yeah i'm, I'm grateful for that because I, I believe a lot of people move to chicago for for whatever reasons to obtain to achieve mm-hmm. all the time um and they don't necessarily fall into the categories that i i fell into falling into true for sure i respect that any of y'all got a favorite track on the project i love circles and circles um what's my um dope dealers and hypes that's my favorite track yeah. that's my favorite track yeah. You sung That's on joint. Yeah, I sung on all, all, <laughs> all a lot of them. All, all of the projects. Anyone so that has singing is me. I do a little bit. Yeah, I think my favorites. Uh, dang. Other than them all, uh, <laughs> I would say sidewalks. I love sidewalks. Yeah. I love dope dealers and hypes, and uh, circles. Yeah, circles is. Circles, How about you? Is I, I know you got one that you was like. Um, this the one. I think so. Like I shed a tear in the studio, uh, in on Jitija. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was just a. It was like the bow on everything. Yeah. Um, and it was like that feeling of gratefulness had like returned, in terms that. of just like joy and like, like we're here now. Right. Like we're in the studio. This is the last song being recorded for the album. Yeah. It wraps it up thematically, and it's just like. Yeah. Now I feel that. Yeah. As an artist, you know, you got that one song that other people may not care for that much or may mm-hmm. not like. But you mm-hmm. like, man, this one is That's like, the, yeah. this yeah. one touched me. You know what I'm saying? That niggas don't get. But yeah. yeah. Some people may feel you on that type of time. But yeah, I definitely respect that. I can relate to that. That's crazy. But Circus is definitely the I was yeah, going through it. The metaphor was definitely like metaphor. one that stuck with me as I was like even further going through it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the metaphor is tight. Yeah. So, um,. <clears throat> In terms of hip hop, like for everybody that's here, like what what's your outlook on just the state of the culture right now for the city? Like what what do we think is like what's next for us? Because Chicago, I would say, had a pretty big year, 
or rather, as time progresses, the eye and the spotlight is, is increasingly becoming more and more on Chicago. So what do you, what do you think is next just for here? Um, what do I think is next? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think borrowing from, from Yasin Bay, like hip-hop is wherever we at. Um, and so, yeah, I think what's next is is more unity, more collaboration. Um, I think uh, sounds are going to continue to evolve. I think uh, Chicago is, is just a, a place where consciousness thrives. Um, like a lot of the, the heavy hitters that are what you would consider conscious artists come from Chicago. And there's a lot of material. Um, because Chicagoans, yeah, Chicagoans go through real shit. The seat of consciousness. Yeah, Um, and there's always some real shit going on in Chicago, and so there's always something to talk about, and it is different in that way in terms of, like, when you think of hip-hop and, like, storytelling, it's like people are always going to be interested in a good story or a story that they're not Mm -hmm. familiar with, and I think that was the intrigue of Drill, like, like, what the fuck is going on over there? Like, intrigue. yeah, and I, I think that's what it'll continue to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago, on an infrastructural, cultural policy level, I know that uh, this year is the year of Chicago music, um, and so the city is really looking to brand Chicago in a way that like New Orleans is synonymous with street performing and their music. Mm-hmm. So you know, hopefully that that yields some 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 results in terms of. Uh, the eye being even more on Chicago and like that part of Chicago being put forth towards tourists um, in that industry. That's crazy. What newer artists do you think besides yourself is next next up? Um, man, I was just listening to Roy Kinsey's album. Roy Kinsey. That just released. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works in the Chicago Public Library yeah. system as well. Bro is super dope. That's like the freshest thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Cause okay. like the bars and just his uh, ability to uh, really articulate his his story. Um, nice. I appreciate. Um, uh, yeah, uh, my brother Heavy Crowns. Um, mm-hmm. He's close to me, so like I always have an intimate insight into what he's working on. So like I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. How about you guys? You guys see, ladies, see any, see anything? Um, anything brewing? I think, I think house music for the younger generation is going. I think it's going to creep in somehow. I can see that. Starting to hear that. I'm yeah. starting to. Hear, I I feel like I'm like foreseeing like. It's not even a return of house, but it's just making it more relevant to our yeah. generation. A resurgence. A resurgence yeah. and like a reinvention. Yeah. So like my boyfriend's a Padre. His name is Padre. He's a house music producer. And he's getting a lot more requests of like our um, peers asking for house beats. Like actually Roy, he's supposed to be working with Roy on some nice. house stuff. And I think even heavy too. Yeah. Um. So and... Like he's actually working on one of those projects, the um, Year of Chicago Music with the whole D case and all mm-hmm. that, um, and it's a house track on there. So it's like all those different Chicago sounds. Um, I think it's just gonna be become more relevant. Like I know this is blasphemous to say, <laughs> but the whole house. Uh-oh. I know. Oh, don't come for me, y'all. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay, so like the whole house house music movement. I just think that that was just like a. 
that sounds like my parents my parents era you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and like I just think that it's going to become more really like I don't I'm not a house head mm-hmm. like that's not it's okay that wasn't that bad I, know. I thought it was going to be worse than that no no I thought no, you no, were no, no. Say but I was just I was just <laughs> saying that I don't think that is <laughs> I did too <laughs> house music of before hasn't really been the most timeless yeah. yeah. Right. I can feel that. Yeah. I can agree with that. And sure. I can see, like, maybe us like, making house tracks. So it's yeah. interesting. You know, yeah. Like, it, was, it was the first phase of house music. House music has, has been, like, in Chicago, primarily, It's that it was a phase. It was mm-hmm. the first phase. Mm-hmm. Right? And this phase is the shit. Like, basketball, when it was a phase, it was weak at first. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really, like, there wasn't enough flavor. Mm-hmm. So when the phases come along, you say it'll it'll reinvent himself. Yeah, people will take it to the next level. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. No, I, it's I not a diss because I remember I was asking my mom. I'm like, like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it. It's so, just shifting phases. I think. Yeah. Um. And of course, they're not Chicagoans, but like you got people like Kei Tronada and yeah. and mm-hmm. Sango, um, and then like. Majority of soul elections. Majority of so it's like, and, and correct my ignorance if I'm wrong, but also I think um, a lot of the uh, genres are like merging right. and yeah. blending. So like, mm-hmm. I definitely see people reaching back and grabbing house. Um, and then like when we look at EDM, like that's like mm-hmm. house on a, on another level, and that's like one of the biggest things right now as well. Like I think it's hip hop and then EDM. Mm. Yeah. And that and that's really speaking to something like when you say like all the genres are merging, it's because like in the real world cultures are merging, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people are you know taking certain elements and influences with them and making something new out of it. And I think that really speaks to um, how powerful hip hop is now, because mm-hmm. hip hop has become kind of this this thing that can essentially attach itself to almost any aspect of culture and and and, and create a home yeah. you know per se it's to a where, universal language to where right it's, it's a universal language mm-hmm. it's, it's a it's a flow it's it's kind of like its own i, I regard hip-hop as being like an american um african um spiritual system mm. it's, the, it's, the, it's a byproduct of like our experiences growing up living in america as well as our ancestral roots as well. And Very just true. Making something out of nothing. It's That's already a, America's greatest pastime. No oh, cap. Sure. <laughs> and, and export. Nice yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, you can go anywhere already. on... Except we don't own it, though. You can go yeah. anywhere yeah. on this... I mean, I don't think anybody owns anything. Yeah. I think... I don't yeah. think anybody owns anything. I think what the problem is, is that we've continued to be exploited by the powers that be. Like, I wouldn't say that yeah. they own it, because I think um, to to its essence, as you said, like hip hop is a spiritual practice. Like someone okay, can't yeah, own sure. a spiritual for practice. Sure. What they own is the industry that uh, exploits the spiritual right. practice. So they own yeah. the the access to resources. They own the infrastructure. They own the capital that allows people to 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 be heard. But it's like, what's your so like to bring it back full circle? Like this project. Um, I held a listening party where I invited everybody that that like that was in my mind on my heart like mm-hmm. in creating this album like the people that I was thankful for um, that contributed to that overwhelming feeling that I told y'all about before and like that was the success like it didn't have to go anywhere else after that it still don't you know 
like that was my purpose for creating the album like they heard it they rocked with it they enjoyed it like you know what i mean and so like if my eyes are set on like oh man i gotta blow this is my debut album and like i need to position myself for a deal and like yeah i'm gonna set myself up to be owned right would you would you think you would want a record deal um you want to do the independent route uh partnership I think makes sense. Um, I think when I look at people who are in the game, they have success. Uh I think a lot of what they're they're having is they they build it, then they 50-50 joint venture. Um, Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's great. Yeah, how about you all? What would you all like to be? I think I agree with Hakim. (laughs) (laughs) You know, build your stuff, you know, and then if the right opportunity presents itself, then do your thing. But don't uh, try not to be taken advantage of and try to already be educated on what you're about to get into. You know what I mean? I I think it's not by mistake that they come out with so many music movies, biopics that they have the same thing happens it doesn't matter whose movie it is and i watch them all like the same thing happens you got a bogus record deal now you like stuck in a contract the group didn't broke up or you just depressed (laughs) and it's like largely due to you know the beginning you're like you're super hype and then you come across that partnership or what looks like a partnership and then next thing you know you didn't read the fine print because you saw the dollars and now you stuck and you want you want independence and a I see that so much from artists, you know, who got the deal first and they kind of wanted that made a bad deal kind of inspired them to want independence as opposed to seizing the opportunity to be independent, kind of weathering the storm that comes with that, you know, and just don't do it backwards. That's what I would say to that. Try to do your thing first. And I mean, I mean, it, it also like, um, you're gonna get a bad deal off top like typically the well now the record labels are kind of like waiting for you to pop Mm -hmm. and it's like a single market so like you just get a deal on a single Mm -hmm. and then do your thing independently Mm -hmm. but like um yeah i think you should expect to have a horrible like if you ain't made it like you don't what are you bringing to the table right and it's like this infrastructure is going to support you um so yeah social media is huge right now yeah yeah. I think there are a number of people who took deals and parlayed that into, I think, yeah. I think the issue becomes, like, when the record labels, like, the 360 deal, like, where they want to own exactly. everything. So, like, you don't really got no wiggle room. Like, if you got a little ingenuity, like, you get an advance, you have right. your, your partners record it, you take your production budget, and you invest in real estate. All right, cool. Like, That's you a go, loan. Yeah, it's, it's a, a loan. big-ass loan. That's all the 360 is. It's unfortunate. I'm glad a lot of musicians are now um, aware conscious of that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and they're not getting taken advantage of unless they want to so right, a, lot of, exactly. a lot of artists yeah. are just like fuck yeah. it yeah. i'm doing it anyway do it. i need yeah. the clout <laughs> i think that's you know what i'm saying yeah. like a lot of yeah. niggas is cloud chasing out here and a lot of niggas are now conscious right and i respect mm-hmm. that and that's important for hip-hop and music in general you know what i'm saying yeah so i'm glad that's big. I want one of those hoodies. That shit's fire. That shit's fire. How do you think uh, Chicago responded to All-Star Weekend? Was you uh, out here um, and all the fuck shit? So, my thing was... Um, Alright, so what I appreciated about All-Star Weekend was um, seeing all of the designers 
um, all of the people who own streetwear boutiques. Yeah, the fashion the has came up big. Yeah, sure. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. They're come up like they're um, the the bigger brands honoring and and making sure that they checked in with them and the city being represented on that front. Um, a lot of people receiving representation and, and support and in in terms of that respect. Um, in terms of me personally, I ain't watched basketball all year. And I don't really be in the clubs like that, so it would have yeah. just been a force to do either. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. How about you, ladies? Uh, y'all was out. Well, as I told y'all <laughs> earlier, was I was Ubering getting that money oh, yeah, from All Star Weekend, but I watched it on Killer. TV. But yeah. I got a couple friends that have clothing lines, and they were able to be a part of the uh, yeah. All Star Weekend, and so that was dope. As you said, the Chicago fashion is definitely was, like. Yeah snapping right now but i think it was dope that the city got to host it you know what i'm right. saying like i picked up a couple people i picked up a lot of people from the w uh downtown and just just seeing how many people came in town i was just super excited to be a part of the weekend i think uh with this being the year the chicago music like mm -hmm. year and us hosting all-star is definitely giving us the respect that we're this we're so deserving yeah, of. we definitely deserve that chicago is definitely hot this year yeah Complex. I wasn't. Yep. <clears throat> I wasn't involved. I watched it on TV. Yeah. Just the yeah. dunk contest and the actual game. Yeah. That was my the extent of my involvement. Yeah. I, I was fucking lit. You was out I was around, out. Danny. What's your report? I was fucking out. <laughs> I am tell you something right now. <laughs> right, shit, I went to was free. Open bar. Oh, free food. I was out. Free Facts. concerts. I was lit. Mm -hmm. Fucked up. I had a hotel downtown. I was fucked up. It was lit. It was beautiful. I'm not gonna get into the whole story because I can. Man, go I'm glad you enjoyed From yourself. Thursday to Monday, goddamn it, I'll tell you right now. But mm -hmm. uh, no, nah, it was it was beautiful. I definitely respect that. Um, like I said, a lot of Chicago brands came through. Mm -hmm. What I did not see, well, Nike is for the culture. I'm gonna just say that right now. Shout out to fucking Nike, Jordan <laughs> Brown. Nike's for the fucking culture. I did not see much from Adidas. I'm not gonna lie. Outside of Kanye, what knowing do you what he did. Put together? The Tony Sports pop-up shop. That was Kanye. Well, that's Adidas. Okay, yeah, that's but that off, was like off the strength of Adidas. That wasn't like, gee, that I mean, but that was it. And then they, 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 they yeah, they allowed Fat, fat oh, Tiger. Yeah, right. no, I won't Durello even say allowed. All right, but I lied. They partnered with. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Outside of that, all I was, I really just saw Kanye Chicago take over is, that whole. Is an Adidas that whole, like, and yeah, them trucks. That's cap. Chicago is not an Adidas. Chicago is Adidas. That's cap. Hmm. Nike, Nike, and right, Nike runs at Chicago. Mm, no cap. Through and thin. We enough. believe that's Nike. Why do you, why do you say? Why do you say that? Are you serious? Yeah. Why do you say Adidas? Is see, see, you're Chicago saying that from, from. I'm saying that from life. You're saying that from <laughs> a a historical what has always been perspective. <laughs> I know that from the moment D Rose got that deal, from mm -hmm. the moment that we see Kanye align himself up with Adidas. There's been little small things happening in the city that has placed Adidas in a certain position to where they have done shit that they have done like this past All-Star Weekend with certain special drops, with certain special collaborations that have really given the creators a chance to do big shit. Have y'all ever been to Portland? P Oregon? No, uh-uh. Portland is amazing. I love to see All-Star in Portland. Yeah. So That'd Portland be has be crazy. this vibe that is because it's like, uh, you know, Nike was there first, yeah. but like since then, like all of the major shoe companies have moved in. So it's like Under Armour, it's Adidas, mm. it's you know what I'm saying. It's like all of us. It's, it's more too, but like 
everybody there, it feel like, works at one of them companies. Mm -hmm. So, like, you see hella people walking around with, like, Nike head to toe or, like, Adidas head to toe, and you already know, or, like, Diodora head to toe. And it's like, yeah, it's it's an interesting place. Amazing full uniform. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's just probably all free. (laughs) (laughs) They get like a, they definitely get a, a, a hefty yeah discount. i'm sure i'm sure know, for sure wow what a life so um so what about chicago are you thankful for just in Ooh. terms of since your time being here what in chicago that i'm thankful for Who i mean what? community i think um I, i've moved around uh a lot in my life like if you listen to jitter jiff so like i'm born and raised born in dc raised in virginia um i moved out to des moines iowa with my aunt for a period of time, we moved to Texas, then back to Des Moines, then I went to uh, um, Tallahassee, Florida, FAMU for undergrad, and then I moved to Chicago. So like, I got moved a lot, and um, something that I, I've found is that people make a place a place. Mm-hmm. Like people leave, the times aren't the same. You can't go back; it won't be the same. Like people in the moment make the place the place, and I think that's what I'm most grateful for. Like I'm grateful for being able to call B. Lynn. And be like, hey, I got this album and it won't be the same without you. Like, would you be down to come and lay some vocals on it? Like, being able to hit up Kiko and be like, I got this vision. Like, I can't do it with a camera. And, like, not only them wanting to do it, but, like, wanting to do it off the strength because they believe in me. Because we have a rapport that is love like it's it's not transactional it's right. very family and in orientation and like that feels great because like they know like i got their back and they could call me for something that don't got to do with art and like i think that feels great and i think that's like also antithetical to a lot of what i hear about la okay so like i appreciate that oh mm-hmm. look at y'all you know Family. <laughs> family. We are family. That's, man, that's what we've been talking about. That's all the knuckleheads making all their records. That's family. Facts. That's why they're here. Some of them. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> <makes. laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they definitely came to support and shit like that. But yeah, I'd love to see shit like that because you can't do shit solo. Yeah, you no, you can't. Collaboration is key. You can't make it out here solo. Collaboration wow. is key. That's big. I'm glad y'all And that's something I think Chicago is, is, is really uh, doing a great job they're of right getting. now. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't always like that, but yeah. it's it's coming about. This I'm is glad niggas are seeing that. You know, that's important. Wow, what a fucking life! <laughs> God damn it. So what's next? What um, what does the rest of 2020 have for all three of you all? Chaco. Not all at once. Hey, um, 2020 for me. Um, this is B. Lynn speaking. 2020 for me, <laughs> you know, because they might not know. But um, I'm currently writing a book, so that's my okay. ma- number one focus. Um, I'll also be working on an album probably more like the middle half of the year. Uh, that's being cooked up, but right now I'm focusing on the book and uh, just evolving. Like, I'm on a spiritual journey. Those things never end. It's exhilarating, exciting, uh, you know, um, and just learning how to love better. Anybody, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 2020 should be good. It's a whole new decade, yo. Like, <laughs> it's a whole new decade. So a whole lot of new opportunities, new dreams, new ideas, uh, solidifying old dreams and old ideas, making sure I stick stick to the plan and stay true to who I am. So I'm excited. That's 
Peace. I love that. Um, that was beautiful. I, all right. Stay true. Stay true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, shout out. Shout out to Damani and his brand, uh, Team right, LME. That's one of my old mentees from Projectus, U Media. Yeah, Projectus too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got ties to all this shit. This really? is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was a Projectus <laughs> mentor. That's, That's that how was, I met Kiko. Yeah, that was my introduction oh, to the Chicago shit. Public Library. Wow, what a life. That's, yeah, that is what we met. Yeah. Yeah. I was a projected mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 2020 for me. Um, so like getting back to the old dreams. Um, so I'm a cover art portraitist. Let's kick them here. Let me remind Kiko people who's talking. Kick them the P's for portraits first. Period. Right? You know she what gonna I'm break saying? It down. <laughs> so, um, so my introduction into the arts was acting and creative right. writing. So I plan on. So the, the what I'm doing now is I'm getting back into acting. Um, acting and screenwriting and um, I'm still shooting cover art portraiture um, for dope Chicago artists and whoever uh, that's and then like continuing my work as a U media mentor right. like uh, that's my day job and I really enjoy that work like I enjoy going to work every day like even the rough days because I do work in Inglewood so that's a whole nother set of you know things to deal with but um that and just staying present and evolving spiritually as well um that's it i'm just taking it i'm I'm putting i'm pressing the gas a little bit more this year because the last two years was like i needed to dial back focus in on my person and then get back out there so i'm ready to get back out there big facts wow um you got yeah, uh, music videos. Uh, I got music videos slotted for uh, 2020. A couple projects, uh, a couple collaborative projects, as well as some some solo projects. Really using this 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 year to be productive in terms of product product creation creation creation, um, in a holistic way too. Like I'm picking up other hobbies and, and things that excite me. Um, and then make life enjoyable, uh, and just like bringing my my best self to to all of those things. I think that's where I'm at. Just right. like wherever I'm at, bringing my my best self to what it is that I'm doing, and allowing that to carry over into to everything. Yeah. True, true. I'm also learning Spanish and Russian this year. Uh, okay, now. Como esta? You know what I'm saying? Muy bien, y tú? Seeing that before we get out of here, seeing that it is Black History Month, is there any particular, um, let's say, uh, books that um, you may want to like mention for a listener to pick up that may have inspired you or anything relative to like black consciousness? That may have like been a, a very important in your life. Um, I mean, I, I so I, I love reading books. Um, I mean, you can uh, for more context on this hoodie and Carrie James Marshall, you can pick up Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. Uh, I recently was uh, reading Bell Hooks' book, All About Love, New Visions, which gave me a, a dope working uh, definition on love. Um, so I checked that out. I think uh, "Message to the Black Man" by Elijah Muhammad Definitely. is always a, a dope one. How to Eat to Live mm-hmm. um, by Elijah too. Muhammad. Um, "God the Truth from the Black Man" uh, Ben Ami. 
um, some other dope ones. Uh, I mean, poetry. You got Gwendolyn Brooks. Yeah. Um, you got a uh, Mata uh, uh, Booty, um, hockey Mata Booty from Third World Press, which is he's like a, a legend in the um, in the um, is that the uh, uh, the the arts? Uh, forgetting had a brain freeze the movement that they were all a part of i should not be forgetting this but hockey matter booty is a uh the owner and founder of third world press as well as betty shabazz charter school okay. um and it was a part of the black arts movement gotcha. um and uh yeah that's that's an institution that we should also be supporting yeah thanks any books you got my nigga uh, <laughs> <laughs> um any and everything elijah muhammad um, yeah. For me personally, today is definitely Savior's Day. Uh, happy it. Savior's Day mm-hmm. to all the Muslims out there. Um, uh, what am I reading right now? Um, the Souls of of the Souls of Black Folks by W. E. B. Du Bois. Definitely good a good one. Um, Carter G. Woodson, The Miseducation of the Negroes, always a, a, a classic that must be read. Um, there's a lot. Come across a lot of random shit. What about you? Art of War. Okay. Yeah, black book. I fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it teaches you, hey, it teaches you about life. No, for sure. No, but real rap, though. Art of War, definitely a sidebar from um, Black History Month or anything like that. I've honestly uh, been that into that and just learning more about economics. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's super important for black people. Let's get you average that for that. No, somebody yeah, just sent me that fucking book. No, hold somebody, on. Somebody just sent me that fucking book. I gotta read that book. That board that. I gotta read so that it's three books in that series, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm currently reading the third one, uh, Rich Dad's Guide to Investment. Mm-hmm. I, I swear that is the greatest business book I've ever. It is. Hey. It has all the put on. They wait. give you all. They spills. Everything. Everything. I'm yeah. like on page three something. The book thick as hell. Yeah, it's thick. That is it's thick. thick. So you got the physical copy? Yes. I got I've the PDF if anybody wants. Send me that oh, shit. The last too. one? Yeah. Wait, the, oh, the last one? I got the first uh, one. I got, I got the first and second. I got the I mean, first I got one and the second one. I got the second and third. I just third got one. the first one. Rich Dad's Guide to Investment. No, no, no. I thought the second one was investing. No, that's the uh, cash flow quadrant. Oh, yeah. I got that one was three. good, too. I got yeah. all three. Send it to me. Shit. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. My I book would be um, In the Meantime by Iyanla Van Zandt. Okay. I read that in 2018, changed my life. It came to me at the right moments about self-love and how to, it just changed my whole perspective on relationships. And mm. I was like, oh, okay, I'm good. I'm good now. You know what I'm saying? I'm good now. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not taking me no more. Right. Ready, ready for war. Right. <laughs> ready for love. Ready for love. Another yeah. business one, too, is uh, Part of war. The Personal NBA by Josh Kaufman. Josh Kaufman is a dope okay. one. Like as someone who's gone to a, a master's program, like that is like a excellent entry point. Yeah. Like if someone was in high school and was like, I don't want to go to college, but like I want to be an entrepreneur, or, like study business, yeah. that would be like a all right. Here's your entry point. Yeah. Like, so. Now we need that. We yeah. I need all that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate those lists. Um, so before we get up out of here, um, give y'all um, social media so people can hit y'all up and see what y'all about. For sure, for sure. Um, you can reach me on all platforms at Hakimdo, H-A-K-I-M-D-O-U-G-H. Um, you can email me at Hakimdo at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and if you do either of those two, I'm friendly with my number too. So. You can just type in B-L-I-N, B.L-I-N, and then you'll find me. My IG is official B-Lynn, 
but not with the dot. So it's like official blend. You feel me? <laughs> I love it. Uh, you can find me on social media at Kikomo P. That's K-I-K-O-M-O underscore P. And then my website, kikomop.com. That's K-I-K-O-M-O-P.com. All right, now. Black excellence is in the fucking building. Really appreciate you all for coming. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Really enjoyed y'all and and look forward to um, touching base later on and building more. For sure. You know, relationships and having you guys. That's what this is about for me. Later, especially when we come back from our our rebrand yeah you notice yeah. i ain't even i ain't even asked what y'all's viewership was like cause mm. it ain't really important not, like yeah, i, I know that. that y'all are into re, you know podcasting and broadcasting the same way i'm into what i do and like yeah. five years from now y'all will be more advanced than what it is that y'all do oh, yeah, and sure, like we'll sure. be grateful to have known each other yeah man we're definitely building up a hell of momentum we got a lot more fucking emails and people asking yeah. and for sure people doing the work for us now yeah. it's like yo i got so and so he might have a hand in in, um, in that last one i'll Tell you about oh yeah, that. on the yeah. joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of shit going on. So yeah, For we sure. just you know stay blessed. We appreciate everything, and yeah. it's black love. You know For what I'm saying? Sure. That's what we do. Definitely from the crib. All right. Well, as always, as, as we say, from the crib with love. This is the What Up Joe podcast. I am Rashad Nasir. Danny Twelve Tree. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.